Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Comedy Collision Podcast. I am your host, Nick Hannock. This is episode number 35. Number 35. It's brought to you by Snowman Golf Apparel. And guys, guess what? It's it's 1120. It's November 20th today. It's going to come out on a Monday, which I think is the 22nd. But today is a Saturday and recording real quick. Go out there. It's cold. Go get your snowman apparel for your golf season the next year. It's cheaper now, guys. The prices will probably skyrocket when it's the season. But right now they got deals. They got deals and wheels and and squeals. I don't maybe not the squeals part, but go get it. And your promo code is still Hanek ten H A N E K one zero. They got shirts. They got hats. They got club covers. Go get it. They got towels. Go get them. All right, Hanek H A N E K one zero. All right, guys, let's do this. Episode thirty five is on the way. guys you want to hear about my life you want to see nine inch nails through each one of my eyelids i don't know how that rhymed but uh what's up guys hi how are you this is the comedy collision podcast you know that because it's episode 35 holy and shit we've done 35 episodes and we have as many listeners as that is no i'm kidding i don't know how many listeners we have maybe like three but um come i thank you for coming along on the journey Okay, thank you for coming along on the journey. I'm sitting here. I have a nice mocha latte. I'm always sipping, dude. Now, did has it been a while since I've had one? Mm-hmm. And has I have I got a reward for all my money spent there that said you have a free one? Mm-hmm. And did it expire in that time frame, but I thought it never expired? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so did I pay $6 for this thing probably? Mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's all fine, but that's what happened. And we're still sipping, right? It does not matter what it costs because we're still sipping. How's everyone been? It's been about two weeks. Been about a week. No, it's been about... A, I dropped that podcast last Monday. This one is going to come out on a Monday again. I am so sorry. I know it's supposed to be Fridays. Get off my back because we are putting in financial investments into this podcast for you guys. Okay? For you guys. We are going to drop a video. We're coming out with video soon. How about that? And I know you're thinking, you've been saying that for months, for a year probably. Yeah, well, guess what? We are going to come out with a video soon. Probably, I don't know when we're going to get the camera. Hopefully soon. But what, the videos that we're going to drop on YouTube now and TikTok, I'm going to make one of those. Don't need a v- nice camera, right? The videos on YouTube I'm going to drop, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show some of the episodes of my TV show I worked on and just talk about it. Because I think that would be fun for people to see. Because it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, my, my performance is so bad in it. Like, and, and no, you, like people are like, uh, oh, you're hard on yourself. You're, you're, your heart, you're, you're your hardest critic and shit like that. And it's fine, dude. I know I am. But this sucks. <laughs> it actually sucks. Like, I had to do a French accent. There must have been no... I, here's the thing. Other people auditioned, so I don't know how I got it. But I had to do a French accent. And I just went for like a Inspector Clouseau kind of thing. And it was so bad and so not French that they were like, uh, okay, um, we got to fix this. And they, at the end of the fucking spoiler alert, skip ahead right now if you don't want to hear it. Three, two, one. Comes out and I'm from a different part of the United States that is Paris, Missouri or Paris, Texas, wherever it was. And I'm actually an American. All right, the spoiler's gone. But, um, yeah, man, so they, they, they did that, and uh, it is what it is. You'll see the show, and we'll, we can laugh along together. We can, be, we can be friends, man. You can lean on me. You can uh, say my name. You can uh, run around, sue me. I don't think that made any sense, but I was trying to do song references. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't done stand-up in two weeks. I'm kind of, like, getting giddy to do it again. Um, all I have to do is show up to an open mic. I've just been, I don't know, down in the dumps, man. 
down in the dumps and going through some shit, you know, anxiety, depression, shit like that. And it, it sucks to be going through stuff like that. It does. It's Life is so peaks and valleys, and it's so true. You know, I don't want to be doing this right now. I want to be happy. I have a nice lady in my arms, watching golf on a Sunday. Ricky's coming back, 17, or now hole 15, loudest hole in golf at uh, the Waste Management Open. Ricky, Ricky birdie, he, he drives it, he puts a red X in the hole, hits the birdie. Yeah, this is a race, people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a very specific memory I just said, but uh, that is uh, what is my peak happiness so far in life, I think. When I was the most happy, like, like when it was just a moment of pure, like, this is night, this is enjoyment, this is happy, this is satisfaction, this is the best thing ever. And that was so long ago, but it's all right. We're going to get back to it someday because the show was awesome, dude. And everyone who's ever watched one of my videos or if you texted me and reached out, thank you. I know there's been people being like, when's your next show? I'm thinking about releasing after the Thanksgiving break kind of a tour schedule, like an open mic tour thing. That way I have to I put those dates out. I have to show up because you know I'll be there kind of situation. Or I won't be there. No, I'm just kidding. But I'll, I'm thinking that might be funny, right? An open mic tour. It's like obviously it's not a real tour, but open mics. Who knows? That's another thing. When's your next? People go, when's your next show? And it's like, well, it should be tomorrow. <laughs> I should be back out there tomorrow. When's my next paid show? Where, or not paid, but like when's my next show where I perform on it? Um, never. That was my first one. And then when, and I paid to be on that basically. And then when is my next uh, open mic thing, which is not a show, so don't come there with expectations of it being a show. But people don't, they've never seen stand-up comedy besides like specials. It's tough to say, or being at shows. Um, it's it's a letdown then for them. So, I don't know. It's so fucking, because you don't, dude, if you guys have never been to an open mic, it's not, like, fucking great. It's people trying out shit. It's not, um, not the best of the best, I'll tell you that. And there's about 50 of us every time. And guess who the, and, there's, and out of the 50, 45 of them are comics in the crowd. It looks packed, but that's because we're just all waiting to go up there for ourselves. I don't know. I don't know, but I will have a plan when I come back from Thanksgiving break. And this episode's very special because we have a comedian on it, Neil Rosen. He's great. He's funny. All his shit's on YouTube. You can check him out. He's from Houston. Um, he's given me some great advice in comedy. And um, one of them being, you know, you should feel like... The joke or your set or the joke you want to, you're going to go tell the crowd is like a joke you have to tell your friend. And that's something that resonated with me a lot because I, I, I'm the guy like always trying to show somebody a YouTube video. And I know that. I know that gets annoying. I hate when people try to show me YouTube videos, but that's because I make the decision. I make the decisions. Give me the mic. I make the decisions on what I watch. Okay. You don't show me what I watch, but I show you what you watch. <laughs> no. Um, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, I just like being in control, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's anxiety is because when I'm not in control, my brain goes crazy. But dude, we're going to come out firing 2022. That's our year. That's our year. Saddle up, saddle up. I've been playing a lot of Red Dead. I, to I told you that last episode, dude. So saddle on up because dude, if you're not on the wagon now, Fucking be ready. 2022 is our year. It's our year. We're taking it back. I'm going to grind. I'm going to do not not grind like dance move, but I'm going to grind it for the comedy scene on the comedy scene. Um, and it's going to be great. I'm sure I'll make some bad TikToks. I'm sure people will comment mean things in the comments, but I got to have the thick skin. I got to have the thickest of skins. I have to have the thick cut. Right? If this if my skin was bacon, I got the thick cut. And. We're going to let it rip. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun, and you just got to be on, on, on board with it. Now, am I, have I not made a video or TikTok yet because my face is, looks like a minefield? <gasps> yeah, that's true. Or, or maybe it's because my face looks like the moon with all the craters. Yeah, it's that too. My nose has a pimple on the, in the middle of it, on the tip of it in the middle, and it's not a pimple, per se, where it come, it's a bump or anything. It's just red and a little swollen and hurts. 
And guess what I look like? If I had the button to hit, it would be playing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Now, do I look like, when it comes to the Christmas time, which it is, do I look like Rudolph? Or do I have a, is my nose going to be burnt and it's black and then I put a pipe in my mouth and then I'm frosty. It's Rudolph. That's who I look like. That's what they're going to say I look like. It's not frosty. I got no pipe. And my nose is red. It's red as a cherry. And it's just my nose and it's very obvious. And then you can actually connect the dots because somehow I get like uh, small pimples like the smallest thing, and pimples are such a disgusting fucking word, but like just say acne, small acne in like on my like eyebrow and then my forehead, dude. And then you can just connect the dots, baby. And I'm sure there's a drawing. You know those games where you like make the boxes they give you at like restaurants, right? I was, by the way, way too old when I started playing that one. I was like probably 13 <laughs> and I was playing with like someone else and they showed me how to play. I go, oh, that's cool. I've never played this one before. I always do just, conne- uh, what's it called? Con- not connect four. X's and O's, tic-tac-toe. I always do that one. But, the, you know, the boxes where you close the box, you put your initial in it, or you color it in, whatever it is. That is um, what they play on my face, on my forehead. <laughs> they have enough space to do it. or Not not space. I don't have a big forehead, but they have enough uh, points of access to do it, if you know what I mean. That, it was, that sounded dirty. It wasn't supposed to be dirty. But, yeah, I don't know, man. As much as life has been fucking kicking me in the ass, dude, and, you know, I wish things went just, I wish things went different for a lot of different things right now, for sure. I do. I really do wish that. And it's okay to say that out loud, that thing that sometimes you struggle with stuff and sometimes you wish, you know, that people felt a different way and that you acted a different way and then you didn't do this and you just waited and you did, all, all these things, man, that flow through your head of, of decisions in your life in the past. It's okay to reflect on that stuff and think about that, man. That's fine. And this podcast is so real. This is actually a true and honest podcast, so we can say that stuff. <laughs> and it's fine. It's all great. I was going to say all righty then, but that made no sense. Um, however, due to the fucking thunderstorm that has been the last two weeks, three weeks, Three weeks, four weeks when this comes out, month. Um, you know, I had a top five moment in my life, I think. A top five non-sexual moment. Now, there's a list of sexual, non-sexual. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it's funny. I was, like, going through the top five moments in my life, and I was like, all right, lost my virginity. Now, like, uh, uh, no. Okay. Let's say top five non. Okay. Top, just top five moments you enjoyed. How about that? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking, everyone. Um, my parents listen to this podcast. Um, top five moment in my life, I think, though. I bought the Green Bay Packers, which is crazy. Yes, I bought the football team, the Green Bay Packers. How? How? They're the only publicly owned, I think, sports team in America. I, may, I don't know. I don't, I've never heard of another team that is. But you buy stock in them, and that stock is worth diddly shit. This year was worth $300, $335, because apparently clicking accept and paying them cost $35 on my end. So $335, and I get nothing back. I just know I own the Packers, and I, I might get a receipt, like a, not a receipt, like a, you know, hey, congrats on owning the Packers kind of thing in the mail. Um, but I'm an owner now. And that's cool. And when everybody else sells their stocks to me, guess what? Or when I buy them, yeah, when they sell it to me, I'll be the sole owner one day. And we're one stock closer, man. We are one stock closer. But it's very cool because in 2011, um, they opened up stock after winning the Super Bowl. And I was, you know, seventh grade, whatever that was at that age. And I and I I obviously didn't know about it. Didn't have that money lying <laughs> lying around to buy. Um, not that I had this money lying around, but you know, didn't wasn't on it. So that was ten years ago, man. So t- ever since you know, for the last decade of getting more into the Packers, I've wanted to buy the team and wanted to do this. And I I thought after they went Super Bowls is when they opened it up. And so they went to the NFC Championship, as you know, last year they went to the NFC Championship versus the Seahawks with a botched onside kick. I believe that was the NFC Championship. It was. Um, 
and you know, in the back of my mind, not back of my mind, not only was I disappointed that the season was over and the Super Bowl was not going to be won, but it's, I, it was another year away from buying the team at that point. Well, that all changed. That all changed, and I waited for seven hours. What nine fifteen to five? Nine to five is eight hours. So let's just call it an eight-hour day of waiting to buy the Packers. Nine to five, basically. And uh, we bought them. It's so cool, dude. And I know it's like people who are Bears fans are like, oh, fuck you. It's, uh, you. You don't actually own the team. You don't actually own shit. You don't literally own the team. It's like I actually and literally do. So fuck yourselves, all right? Because you know what? That might be a little bit too much for your small brains because... Oh, she's too much to handle. Yeah. All right? So I do own it. And that's about 15 minutes of this podcast, about 16 minutes. Um, but like I said, acne, we talked about Packers. Let's see, just going over my notes. Um, we can talk about that next time. Mm, we can get up in that next time too. All right. Um, great guys. I'm going to be making a TikTok and posting YouTube videos. Check it out. 22 is going to be coming up on us soon and there's gonna be new stuff. But right now, what I need you to do is stay on the podcast. Do not click off. But if you do click off, just click subscribe and click download and then also share this with like your friends like tell them about it maybe hey if you guys could send this episode to one person just send this episode to one person that'd be great all right guys thank you so much for listening my buddy neil rosen great comedian out of houston's here thanks so much guys i hope you enjoy it Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of eight, ages 18 and older, I have a special guest on today's podcast episode, a dear, dear colleague, good friend of mine, and Houston's seventh funniest comedian in the year 2000. Take that in for a second, everybody, the very funny Neil Rosa. Neil, how are we doing? Good. Hey, Nick. It's coming Wonderful in to be here on uh, Comedy Collision. I'm very excited. Yes, you're right, seventh funniest. In the year 2000, um, it was in the Houston's Funniest Person Contest, and I made the finals, and uh, I really thought I was going to win, but... <laughs> you made they, the finals? They, I made the finals of, like, there was, there was, there was, there was rounds of it. Yeah. Uh, they, I, there was a preliminary round, a semifinal round, and then I made the finals, so there was 10 comics in the final, and we got, like, eight minutes or so. Yeah. And, um, you know, you, it's the kind of thing at the end where they're calling out names from worst finish to best. Yeah. And you just don't want to hear your name. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because you want to so, win. Right. So I heard my name a little early. And you have to, and the club owner that ran it is this place called The Last Stop. He, you have to act happy and appreciative no matter what they said. Mm-hmm. But um, the winner got like a thousand dollars, and like uh, they were gonna like get gigs at a couple of comedy clubs and stuff like that. Wow! But but other than that, you just you just didn't win. And how many years? <laughs> Wait, did second get anything? No, nothing. Uh, and, and oh no, when maybe second might have gotten like five five hundred dollars, but you know, not necessarily any guarantee of any any work. Slap on the um, ass. <laughs> but this is what I got. I got so, so I was known as a new dad at the time. I had like a my first son was a few months old. I they gave me a uh, some diaper rash cream. That was <laughs> that was the so, gift. So so I my best comedy contest result ever was winning diaper rash cream. <laughs> Did you use it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I not, not not on not on myself, but I, but on my first son, yeah, uh, behind when needed. Yeah, so it, we actually it was useful. I have to admit, very useful, um, but not the prize I was looking for. Fair, yeah. I don't know if any comic is looking to ever get diaper cream <laughs> from from doing their stand up routine. No, but there are comics that are really hurting for money and would be glad to get anything so i think that's, that's 
know. That's true. That's very true. How did you? How do they judge uh, the standings of who won that? There was some like local radio personality, you know, morning show folks that were like judges in the back, and then the I don't think the audience had any. Uh, the audience didn't directly have any uh, say. Yeah. I think, but I think the judges were supposedly supposed to include audience reaction, and then whatever, whatever the hell else they wanted to include. Yeah. So, but but I've definitely learned. I think I did that contest one other time, and then I've done maybe one other comedy contest another time. I would not recommend doing comedy contests. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um. I think it's a – you end up in these weird situations where you're trying to, like, get your a set right between a certain amount of time, which I guess you're doing at open mics anyway. But, it's you know, it's a lot of stress on something that, <laughs> that, it, that you're putting in the hands of some, you know, radio personalities. And, like, you know, humor is so subjective. Like, you could think you killed it and you come in, you know – not so good. Yeah. The, usually, whoever wins, not not usually, whoever wins, everyone is scratching their head after like. <laughs> I don't think there's one comedy contest ever where the winner was like, "Oh yeah, that guy was the funniest." Like like where the comics after were like, "Yeah, he deserved it or she deserved it." I think everyone's like, "Really?" I, yeah. I, I like even like even where you think like I don't even think the audience liked that person. So, so you, you just feel like there's other, you feel like there's some conspiracy going on or something like that. You know what Fair, I mean? yeah. And do you remember who won that contest? I remember his first name was Steve, and I cannot remember his second name. And if you're asking to see, like, what has happened to yeah. him since, he definitely is not a professional comedian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, because it's... It wasn't like it was Dave Chappelle. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It, it was Steve something. Steve, yeah. Steve, and he still works at that Seven Eleven across the street. But, he, uh, he, he does. He, I think he's he's even doing comedy much longer than after that. I think. I, I don't know. I, so. Yeah. Oh, hey, Mike. Call just pause for a second. There you go. You got right. we're back yet? Yeah, no, came in. Um, what's it called? Uh, anyway, I didn't mean to monopolize the uh, the whole podcast talking about. Uh, my introduction so sorry <laughs> you did just do five minutes on a guy named steve who won uh <laughs> who won the contest he um yeah. what was i gonna say he yeah he's probably still uh performing that was like how could you probably went out on that if you're steve because that's like your biggest accomplishment like that is that's that's it for him like that's his super bowl <laughs> what else well, just is think how much cooler just think how much cooler he sounds today if someone says hey this is steve he's our new uh Chief financial officer. Um, by the way, he won. He won Houston's funniest person contest in 2000. Dude, there's no CFO that's doing <laughs> doing open mic funniest in the city contest. If, if anything, this is our new receptionist, Dar- Steve. <laughs> he, yes, yes. Yeah, no, that's funny, man. But yeah, so you took uh, it's a little background on Neil. He did comedy in the 90s, back when it wasn't cool to be doing comedy. And then um, fell in love with it, but then started the family life, took a little bit of a sabbatical, and uh, now you're back. Now you're back on it. And um, a lot yeah. of people are saying that you just needed that you, kind of youth in your life, um, kind of the an angel to kind of guide you, and that's that was me. A lot of people are saying that. I've heard, I've heard people say that. Like I'm, I've kind of changed your life. A lot of people are saying that. Thoughts? Wait, 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 wait. So, yeah. uh, wait. Uh, am I? I'm saying that you changed my life. Well, no, I would say I would say people. I, right? I, you've heard like the general public say that. I, we did a survey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and you would agree. Wait, so I would agree. With, uh, what am I agreeing with? I'm not clear. Th- that I cha- that I revived your com- your love for comedy, <laughs> and I lit the, the fire underneath you, basically. Um, I mean, you know what? You're part of the flame. You're, you're one of the, you're one of the flame. How's that? I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, you come, you saw this kid come in off the street from, he's 23. You think he has a shaved head. You find out he has a whole head of hair. 
that threw you off on the first meeting, and then you're like, you do stand up, and then you're like, I used to do stand up, but and you you were not as good as you, right? And then and I went, but you still got it, Neil. You still got it, and you went, thanks, Nick, and you started doing it again. A lot of people said, yeah, I was I was close to ending my life, really. Until you, came along. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you don't know the, you don't know the dark places I I was. Uh, exploring until you came along yeah. the, the dark places he was exploring of uh living the family life at a marriott he was right i might have just <laughs> i might have just sat at home and watched netflix but with dark, you know yeah but you are um, but, but you but you inspired me to leave that leave the house and go to open bike nights a lot yeah there we so, go i'll take it um and when did you when did you actually start going back into like getting into the rhythm of doing it uh december of De- of what are we in 21 december of 20 so covid december uh, yeah, and I, so I, um, like you said, I hadn't really seriously done it regularly since like 2001-ish, yep. and um, I, I kind of got the itch again, and then I heard that open mic nights were opening again, and I still kind of have a couple of people I stay in touch with that have stayed doing comedy from mm-hmm. back then, so they kind of told me about it, and I, I was like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go try it, yeah. um, and there's, I I think I've told you before there's the Houston comedy scene. I wouldn't say that it's, it's not like I wouldn't put it in the same league as Chicago or LA or New York. I mean, people leave Houston to go try to make it bigger in those kind of cities. Like, you know, you hear a lot of people from Houston go to New York or LA, for sure. example. However, there's so much opportunity in Houston to get on stage. I, I will say that. So, so maybe there's less chance in Houston of getting discovered, let's say, or, being in front of the right person to get whatever whatever it is you're trying to get yeah um but but definitely uh there's a lot of stages a lot of stage time um like i i could go up every night of the week literally somewhere um even if i'm not booked i could find a way on a stage every night of the week yeah and you could make it then home by midnight still by 1 a.m or no yeah and, yeah and, and actually so, so being an old older man, I, uh, I only, I only do the ones that I can sign up with, like where I know when I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, and I know I'm going. You know what I mean? Like, so, so you and I have talked about this. Yeah. You, you mentioned you you show up at some open mic around the Chicago area or suburbs, and you don't even know for sure that you're going to get on stage. Exactly. And uh, you don't even know if it might you might get on stage five minutes from now or four and a half hours from now or never. Right. Yeah. Um, I go to the, there, that isn't really in Houston. If you show up, you're going to get on. Um, <laughs> we promise you that if you're here, you can just go up, man. Now, now you might have to have stamina and wait till, you know, it's, I, I have, you know, 1230 or one in the morning on a Tuesday slash Wednesday morning. Yeah. But, uh, but I do a, a great open mic. I love this open mic. Um, there's a place called Rudyard's. Doesn't matter what it's called, but that there's a place in Houston that it's a great Monday night open mic. And uh, I know by Saturday, uh, the person has done, basically has created a lineup of 24 comics. Okay. And you also know if you're not going to get on. So, so you, as long as you send an email to this certain address, the person that runs it just publishes. Here's who's going to be on Monday night and in the order. So I so I show up Monday night. I you know you do some open mic math. I'm sure you've done open mic math before, yep. right? You, you the host this that, and you figure it out. I, I show up usually within 30 minutes when I'm going to go on, do my thing, go right home. Sometimes or, or I've actually hung out. Start since I've been going a lot, I've gotten you know friendlier with some certain folks, and if they're around, we'll, we'll hang out and talk about stuff. But uh, yeah. and then there's. Uh, another great venue that has a good Wednesday night open mic where you can actually get 10 minutes. It's called 10 minute mic and nice. it works the same. It's harder to get on cause they have less spots, but you, if you're, if you get on the list, you're on, you're going to go. Mm-hmm. So, but also there's a lot of shows around Houston. Uh, like it's, you know, you're not, you're not paying the bills with this money, but <laughs> it's, uh, I've gotten $15 for a spot. I've gotten, Twenty-five dollars for a spot. There you I, go. I made my biggest my biggest payday this year is I got fifty bucks to do to feature out in a suburban bar um, <laughs> for twenty minutes. So uh, it's, there you uh, go. But but it but 
but those are like you know uh you're kind of introduced as in a in like a a real show you know with like an audience that paid to get in there and that's pretty cool yeah which is harder to do here in chicago to get onto those paid shows um for sure and also it's funny you mentioned there's a mic that does 10 minutes the only thing close to that here is like it's called eight bit open mic right and what that is is you have to do a bit for eight an eight minute bit one bit eight minutes go ahead and they do again they do the poll the hat uh name out of the hat style and uh if you don't get called you don't get called wait eight minutes eight minutes you get eight minutes has to be about one thing can't do two can't do two bits it's it's called eight bit like you know like that old video game have you done that yet no i haven't got called i went once i didn't get called Wow, do you have any idea what you do? Do you have an eight-minute bit? Do I have an eight-minute bit? Uh, yeah, I, the Portillo story is pretty long. That one's like six minutes, but I can get that. I mean, I, again, you can make anything longer, right? Um, the Portillo's one, which I told on here, they that's a good one. That's a, always a fun one to tell. Um, but, yeah, besides that, I don't know, eight minutes, man. That's a lot for me. I've only been doing this a year, and I haven't even really grinded doing it a year. Um, yeah. And, you know, yeah. that's interesting. That's an interesting uh, challenge. Uh because, um, and what do they mean by a bit? You think? Do, 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 by the way, Story. if somebody's up there, if, someone, if someone's like two minutes into their thing and they go, "Well, enough about supermarkets. What about airplanes? <laughs> do they do they yank them off? They go boo. They throw the trash at them. Yeah, it's horrible. Do they, people are not welcome back. As soon as they switch up, he goes, "Well, I actually, don't want to talk about this." And then they go, "You're out of here." They throw you out. They uh, hang right. your uh, headshot on the wall, <laughs> which you think would right. be a compliment, but no, it's uh, <laughs> it's not great. Um, no, but, I'm kidding. Uh, do, but, but do they actually? Do they actually like? Uh, you know, if no, someone they don't pull you. There's no way they pull them. They, it's an open mic, yeah. so they let them go. Um, which is also, I was. You said you have an eight minute bit, dude. I wouldn't need an eight minute bit. There's no. I'm not going to do eight minutes at an open mic anywhere. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. doing maximum, maximum five. Most mics are. Hey, you get five minutes. You get five minutes. You show up. It's actually four minutes. You're not doing the full five. Sometimes, dude, it's like you get three minutes. You <laughs> go up there. I know uh, the Laugh Factory, which you really don't do. I don't know. I guess some people do it regularly, but it's that's another one you pull the name out of. And I mean, dude, it's the Laugh Factory, right? So it's like you're hoping. But when you go up there, you're kind of doing that like in an audition style. So you're going up there. It's three minutes. You have to work clean. So you'll be you'll be perfectly fine. Three minutes work clean. And if they like it, then they're like, okay, come back and you can do five, right? And then come back and that's how you build it up. Um, but it's, it's basically like an audition style when you go to like a place like the Laugh Factory to do it. Um, or there's a big one. The main open mic is on a Wednesday, which is today, and it's called Cole's. Yeah. And you'll be able, you'll be there till 4 a.m. Yeah. if you're late on that list. Unbelievably long. That's uh, three minutes. Is that's an interesting challenge, though. To, to do three minutes? No, no, it's challenge to go for me i would say i think i was better at doing a three minutes and getting a few laughs than i am today i yeah. think now i'm better i think i'm a better comic today than i was 20 years ago i i i, I think <laughs> i hope I, I do but 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 i think to now i have longer i would say more patient fit yeah like like i so one of the i told you there's these different shows one of the shows i got into I don't even think they paid me for it. I think they're supposed to give me fifteen bucks. I think they forgot. I think I forgot. I, I, it's, that's like that's the kind of money where you, you forget you didn't get paid. Exactly. You go, oh, I, I'm not sure if they paid me. I, I don't know. Um, but <laughs> I think it was two fives. But it was a story. It was a storytelling show, and yeah. so you're supposed to tell one or two maybe stories. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 I had up to fifteen minutes, Whew. and I told two stories and but but it was it was interesting because i had done some i hadn't really I, I i really tried to do that and so i told two seven or eight minute stories so so, I, so if i was on your eight minute mic i would i would come uh i would tell one of those stories probably yeah you would you you probably feel which one is it what's the confident one you feel good in for eight minutes uh <laughs> I don't think I've told you these, but one is one is actually about. Um, I don't want to make you do your whole on, joke, but. <laughs> no, no, no. One of them is a story about when I cursed on live television back in 2000. I don't know if I told you that story before. Did I tell you that? Mm, no. You okay. want to tell it now? You, you... Uh, 
And you I, want to I say will, that. I, that's, I, I will tell that story. But and then the other one, uh, no, the other one's another story. But it's too long. <laughs> but but it's eight minutes. It's more than eight minutes. Yeah. No, no. So this is my. You want to hear my uh, curse on live television story? Yeah, and this is, I assume, like the sped up summary of it, right? Does are you are you yeah, about to yeah, rip it's, eight minutes? It's, it's very very sped up summary. I mean, basically. Um, and by the way, when I tell this story on stage for eight minutes, I don't, I don't first say, Hey, later on in this, in this story, I curse on live television. I don't say that. <laughs> it's like a Tarantino movie. You're just jumping back and because, forth. No, because, because that's really like the, the very like big climax yeah. last part. Right. But, but basically this is a true story. Um, is I was known as clean. You know, I mean, I'm still a clean comic. I would yeah. say I'm a very clean comic for the most part. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say I try to be clean per se. I think I just think I think comedy clean. I, I I just the stuff I come up with is more like it's just not raunchy stuff. Just for sure. Um. So so um. Nothing against it. I just don't. I don't think of stuff about that 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 I think is funny. You you're, know what I mean? No, no. You're better um, than the rest of us. We got it. We got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, as as pretty perverts. Much, pretty much. Pretty much summary of what i'm trying to say um so so anyway uh somebody called the comedy club and the asked the club owner um hey it was like this talk show they do in the morning in houston the deborah duncan show she was kind of like a local oprah winfrey type you know she has you know yeah and she she um they wanted to do a thing about stand-up comedy in the comedy club at nine in the morning on a weekday like a few weeks later in the club yeah, they actually brought the whole like studio audience of, of housewives and everyone to the stand-up club, comedy club. Ugh. So basically, they, they asked the club owner, "We need like two or three comics that are squeaky clean that could each do about two minutes mm-hmm. on the thing." And so he was like, "Oh, you know, Neil Rosen," and they named two other people. Yeah. And so, I, and then anyway, uh, without the de- telling you the details, basically a producer called me and checked my act. I had to do it for him over the phone. Yeah. And he was like, "Perfect." And then, and then I show up the day of, and I was like pumped, and I'm like, well, I'm going to be a live tell. This is true. This is live television. True live television. Yeah. And the bottom line is, I without I just I was so amped up and maybe nervous or whatever that I ended up uh, throwing an f bomb down. On <laughs> <laughs> morning talk show. Like about a minute into my two minutes. And, what, and um, what was the scenario? And, and, I just, and I just halted. Like I just I just kind of. I, I, I like I I just I like I just stopped. I, I, I stopped and I was like, Oh, I mean fudge or whatever and, and and like and and of course the audience like erupted in laughter basically. Yeah. The host was like laughing. A producer was yelling at me from the side and I just kinda like I, I basically got laughed at for yeah. a few minutes for a few seconds and then I asked uh, Deborah Duncan, the host, I said, Hey, am I ever gonna be on television again? And she said, Probably not <laughs> That was it. Did so, you? So I, yeah. Did you finish the yeah. set? Is that loud? No. That was that loud. No, you didn't finish the set. So you said no. word got the laughs, and then you. <laughs> how did you end it? How did they get out of that? The producer kind of like yanked me off comically. That's funny. You know, like wow. Gave me the hook. Oh yeah. my god, dude! So then, when you now, I this is very interesting to learn. When you left that day, were you like? Oh well, or like, and like that was funny, or were you like, dude, you just blew such a big opportunity in your life, and you're beating like that's what I would have done is just to beat yourself up. You, you know, suck. it's funny. I think back on it now, and I think I should have been like, I just blew a big opportunity back then. Yeah. <laughs> but but I but but I, I but but for some reason, and it makes no. You're right. It makes sense that that. I, I remember I, I for some reason I didn't look at it as a big opportunity and I should have. I, <laughs> I, I I thought it was cool. I thought it was kind of interesting, yeah. but I didn't really put together like, oh, someone might see me and I, I just kind of was like, this is going to be kind of cool and, and you know, oh my, you know, my family, you know, friends and family are watching live television. They're going to see me on TV. That was the level of about how it, what I thought it was. Yeah. And but actually looking back at it. You know, I probably should have uh, not cursed, and I probably um, probably should have executed. But I was, but but at the next when I saw comics, because that was like on a Thursday or Friday morning, and then I I was back at that club Monday, 
and oh, and the comics thought it was the greatest thing they'd ever seen. I That's mean, they, awesome. When you get a comics like approval slash laughter, it's like the best thing in the world. Like, yeah, but they don't book. They don't. They don't pay you. <laughs> Other comics don't pay you or book jobs. So that's true. Well, yeah. depending who you know, they can bring out. You never know. It's networking. <laughs> what um, what? How old were you when you did that? Was this the second stint, or this was first stint? Uh, right? No, no. This is I. This is around the year 2000, 1999, So I was uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven. So they knew you already. Is they like, dude? We actually got the seventh funniest guy on. One through five were booked, but we got a couple of them on. And uh, so, yeah, Steve or whatever his name was, just, he turned it down. He, <laughs> Steve, well, he was a he was a dirty bastard, man. <laughs> yeah, Steve was not clean, and the crowd loved it in Houston. It was a fresh take. No. Um, but yeah, no, that's so funny. And then you you went up there. I can't believe you didn't finish. That's so crazy because I think I would just be like, oh, like move past it, get to the joke, and get me out. I would want to get off the stage as fast as possible at that point. It would have been impossible to yeah. do that. And, and it, 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 yeah. It would have been impo- it would have been possible to not recognize that I just said what I yeah. I mean, basically it was basically it doesn't matter what the joke was but I pretty much like to punctuate a joke I said f that for sure yeah look and, I'm not even saying it on your I'm not even cursing yeah, you on even, your podcast <laughs> and we say it all the time I mean we we did sound tests with I was like fuck bitch can't. I mean, Here was, I am on comedy I'm on comedy collision and I'm like f that I'm not gonna actually <laughs> say it. Yeah, you just yeah. let it rip. That's great, though. It's such a great story, though, to tell now. Is there footage? Have you found footage of it? I, I have a, I have a VHS tape. <laughs> but but you know what? I don't have a VHS player, nor does any other human on yeah. the planet. So. Wow. I wonder if it's not on YouTube. Is she, is, I, what's I've she doing? Looked, I've looked. You, you'd think you'd find it. No, I cannot no. find it. <laughs> hey, by the way, I, I ran into that talk show host. She's still a Houston like local news person or yeah. something. And, like and so I'm in the mall, like a big Houston mall, and and two years later, and I'm walking into a store. She's walking out, mm-hmm. and I go and I just kind of I, I didn't say hey Deborah Duncan. I just went I went I went hey and, and she looked at me and she went like a loaded. She was she was like hey. Oh wow! Oh <laughs> and I go, wow! And I, and I go, I go, I go, I go, you, you remember me? Uh, and, and she goes, yes, Mr. Rosen, I remember you. <laughs> wow, dude, that producer was so pissed and got in her ear about it. Oh, wow. Dude, that, I would have thought she would have laughed when she saw you. Oh, my God. She was upset. She was genuinely upset about that. Well, she, you know what? I think she was being touted as the next Oprah Winfrey, and she is still in Houston doing news today, so. Yeah, it didn't make. And then were you were Maybe you doing comedy me. when you saw her? Me. What's that? Were you doing comedy when you saw her? No. So she anymore. she was an Oprah and you were done. It was just <laughs> It was the ending she of Super Bad. Yeah. She was an Oprah and I wasn't uh, Gary Goldman. Yeah, Gary Goldman. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Brian Regan, yeah. Um yeah. what's it called? Yeah, no that's that's such a funny story. Damn. Oh, and that must have been so awkward running into her. I can only imagine. Have you seen the morning talk shows with like Bobby Lee and uh, Mark Norman when he's like, he's like real awkward. He's like Viagra and he's like touching her and stuff like that. And she's like a champ about it. That's like, that's my like the funniest thing to me is when they just completely yeah. don't give a fuck and they just go for it. Because no, I don't think anyone was watching that morning talk show. You know what I mean? Like there were people, but not like you wouldn't have broken out because of that show probably. No, no, it's just, it was a local thing, and, and and to your question again, I didn't think of it as a blown opportunity, honestly, and I, I I just thought of it as something I was asked to do, and it was kind of interesting, and I was and I was obviously over, I was pretty damn excited about it just to do it, and I was pretty amped up, and so I, I think I, I just wasn't thinking as clearly as maybe I would have yeah. liked to be. No, um, for sure, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, well, now you're back at it though. I know we're we're kind of running out of time. We're at twenty seven, but we're gonna we'll wrap it up soon. But before we wrap it up, tell us what is going on now in Houston. Like, what are you doing? Where are we gonna see you? What's what's the goal? And what's the goal now? And at your at your age, what are you, is it the Netflix special still? Is it just to do it? What's the <laughs> what's the you trend? know? Um, I I think I I'm, I think I have 
Okay, I think I have an answer. I think I have an answer. So, so I, I I continue to be doing. I I have some Houston local shows that I'm in coming up. Um, they're not. It's not even worth. It's just like at places in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like you know, there's a place called the Secret Group, which is a very cool venue for Houston. The for, Secret for, Group for comedy. It's it, it's a bar, but in the back, there's a great room, and they actually have a bit. I would call it a. a probably a room that could seat about 100 to 125 people. Um, but then they have another room they call the box that probably can only seat about 40 to 50 people, but really packed. Yeah. And, and so late nights on like Saturdays and Fridays, maybe like a 10, you know, I say late night, 1030 start or something. <laughs> yeah. But like they'll have, you know, the best, they call it the best of the secret group. And it's like, you're in the box and it's like the audience is right on you. And it's, yeah, which is great. I love I love rooms where the audience is right on you. Like that that's the best. Yeah. Um, why, I, why? I'd rather have forty. I'd rather have forty people packed close than have a hundred people spread out in a big room. You know, like I, so. But anyway, I'm yeah. I'm in some shows in Houston. Like I'm at the Secret Group. Yeah. Um, I mean that's I'm at I'm at a show at, at Rudyard. But it you know whatever. I, I posted on Facebook. Uh, you know, and, and I, I, I have an Instagram, uh, what is it? Yeah, drop it's, it. Uh, I think well, it's just Neil Comedy. I'll N-E-A-L tag you. Comedy. Okay, I'll tag you. Also, by the way, that answer was like, I like small, yeah, I like the small rooms because we're packed in there. I don't, I don't want the hundreds out there. They're too far spread out. I don't want to fill a theater or do a stadium. Well, that's, but in Houston, in Houston, it's like, I'm not going to get much more than a hundred where I'm going in Houston right now. Yeah, I just, I but, picture you going like, you want to play, uh, the what's it the Staples Center and you're like no I don't want to play that's too big yeah they're too spread out man. They're spread they're out spread I like when they're on top of it do you have like a, a coffee shop I could go <laughs> what do you got but, yeah but, but I would say look I'm turning uh, fifty in April we don't and, have an uh, applause button do we have a we don't have an applause button we don't have a what applause button we we oh, clap sorry. it for you there you go. I, I, well, I haven't gotten there yet, man. I, I'm just in April, but, I, but I'm, turning, I'm turning. But I'm, I'm turning fifty in April, and I have this idea, and it kind of leads to something I want to try to do with it. But I have this idea that I want to do a show fifty for fifty. You know, I have 30, okay. 30 for thirties on ESPN. I'm going to do fifty mm-hmm. for fifty, and I, I'm, gonna, I'm challenging myself to be ready to do a fifty-minute set. Oh wow! And uh, and and I'm 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 going to. I'm, I'm going to start talking soon with people that have booked shows in some of the rooms I'm in. Like, hey, could, even if it was like on a Wednesday night or Tuesday night, is there a way, like, even if I had to fund some of it, you know, just like, can I do? Can I do that? Like, yeah. can, would you would you have me do that? And I get, you know, I, I pick a, a friend or two in comedy to sort of, you know, post and and you know, do do some spots first. Yeah. And I would just invite everyone I can. Um, and get it, you know, and advertise it a bit. But I, I, I'd like it to be a quality recording mm-hmm. and do 50 for 50 and then be able to take that and go to some agencies and be like, I can, look, I can do, I can do an hour show. You want to book me at a corporate event? You want to book me as a feature act, a headliner in certain clubs? I, I can, look, here it is. I can do, I can do 50 minutes. Yeah. Fuck that's, yeah, dude. So that's, that's kind of like my ambition. So I like I think I, I have the material. I think I have that much material, but like, have I ever put it all together and did it all? Yeah. All and how to put it together? How to put it together? And I think you know I I actually started to kind of script it out. You know, like so that's that's my goal for April. That's your that's your March Madness. That's your cutting down the nuts. I, I want to be able. I want to stand up somewhere in April. And do stand up, part of the fun. <laughs> want to stand, stand up, up and, do stand, and up. do stand up. <laughs> I want to stand up somewhere in April and do a fifty minute set, and have it go well, of course, and and uh, have it and have it be qu- a good quality recording of it, and then use that to just try to parlay into bookings that are bigger than uh, you know doing a fifteen dollar gig in Houston. Yeah, dude, that would be so cool, man. I would uh, I would love to see that. I would I would that's something I would have to fly down to see too. If you're going to shoot a 50 minute special, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll you know what you co- you fly down. I will give you a ticket to the show. <laughs> oh my god, he's going to give me a ticket. I thought you were going to say I'll let you open and do 15 minutes, and then you go I'm I'm going to give oh, you a ticket. Right, right. 
No, no, no it's good. No, you no, no, of course, of course, of course. I, I, you know what? Look, the I'm pity. New to, I'm new to being the big time headliner doing 50 minutes, man. You have to, you have to forgive me. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm not even asking the feature, man. I don't. <laughs> if you could right. just throw me a breadcrumb. You know, um, you know, just, just Nick, just send me a submission tape, and I'll let you know. Just I know. Let me know. <laughs> we might work on that. No, we'll clip the 50 for 50 thing. But, um, Neil, dude, thank you for coming on. Um, this has been fun. This guy, by the way, kept me motivated doing mics when I was getting lazy with um, a real big people's job. And uh, hopefully that company is still taking you to the new heights. And uh, I don't know. I, that's what, I got nothing else. Anything you want to leave us on? No, no. Just, you know, uh, you know, the company misses you. You know, you know like when uh, – <laughs> when Steve Carell wasn't on the last season of the office. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's, it's kind of like you, you not being there anymore. It's kind of like, eh, it's not really doing it for me anymore. So it's, it's big, it's a big loss, man. They listen to this. No, I'm just kidding. Could you imagine? Uh, my manager, my old manager used to listen to the podcast too. So I was like, if I complain at all about the job, I'm going to hear about it on Monday. <laughs> I'm like, you gotta be careful. <laughs> and that's why I went to this new company. I, I think I told one person that I have a podcast. Um, but, right. and he might, and I think he's going to actually come out to the, uh, to the show. So it'll be great. You'll get to meet you fly in for five minutes for me, <laughs> me. I'll let you open for me with 30 seconds and then, uh, I'll do your, your uh, 50 for 50, which is an awesome idea. I love that by the All way. All right. Cool. Cool. It's yeah, a deal. You heard thanks. that here. <laughs> All right. Cool. Awesome. Neil, thanks, thanks for coming, for man. Me on, man. Absolutely. All right. Take care.